Welcome to These Are Good Days with Leanne Miller and, and Matt, Matt Barrett. <laughs> I'm already laughing. Oh, oh. I'm already thinking about my good day of laughing. <laughs> well, Matt. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, I had something happen to me driving down the road yesterday, and it just made me think of you, and I was laughing out loud driving down I the road. it wasn't IBS. It, <laughs> no, it wasn't ear to pub house. that's no. happened to you. <laughs> yes, it has. Oh, it's been sad. Um, I was driving down the road, and I was at a stop sign, and someone was coming the other direction. So Someone was coming the other direction, and they had no stop sign, but they stopped. And Ugh. waved me through. I, you don't like being waved. It you don't like to me being on the waved. Way to church this morning. We are recording this on a Sunday <laughs> night. It happened to me on the way to oh, the Lord's no, house. The Lord is testing you. <laughs> the Lord is testing you, or oh. Satan is tempting you. And I was across from someone, and we were both turning left, and they got there first, and I got there second. What do we do? They go first. They were there first. They waved you. But they. Waved me. You don't and like that it. That is so offensive. <laughs> you don't like it. <laughs> don't tell me what to do. Yeah. You're not the boss of yeah, me. It's, it's a thing for you. You know that me, about me. I love that you. It makes me giggle. I love that you know that about me. I'm like, don't, don't wave at me. No. Don't, let's take our turns. No driving. Don't. don't no driving. Yeah. Bossy waves. I went waves. to church and you know. Made it right. Made it right with the <laughs> Lord. <laughs> uh, our good days. I'll go first this time. Um, we're actually we know what we're going to talk about. Yes, we know we're, what the we're, topic today. We are talking today. all about uh, friendship. friendship. To be honest with you, we lo- have been looking back at some of our most listened to episodes, mm-hmm. and we did a friendship series that people have yes. talked to us about a lot. Yeah, a we lot talked about friendship breakups. Shared, mm-hmm. yeah. And so we're going to touch on the topic of friendship again today. But my good day <laughs> <laughs> is actually about oh, you and our friendship. Yes. Yes. So Leanne called mm-hmm. me the other day mm-hmm. and she's like, Maddie, I had, well, on the way home from <laughs> recording a podcast <laughs> last week, Leanne, she hit a big old fat raccoon plowed. and it took you out. Oh my gosh, it plowed. I, so if you I, don't know Leanne's car, she has a little Volkswagen convertible and it kind of sits low to the ground, yeah, a little right? Bug, yeah, Volkswagen it's a little bug. Convertible bug. I love it. I love that car. And you hit a big old fat raccoon mm-hmm. and it took your car out. Did it, oh. it ripped off like oh, a piece, oh, didn't oh, it? Well, it literally mangled the whole front bumper Ugh. and knocked things out from underneath. And my <laughs> sweet nephew, Brody, came to my... My sweet nephew Brody came over <laughs> and bungee corded everything oh. up, strapped everything up in order to drive it to uh, the auto body shop. That's horrible. Was so, there blood? Oh, Maddie, yes. Was it? What did it look like a crime there, scene? There was blood. It was like The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> so Leanne, her car's in the mm-hmm. shop, and yes. she calls me kind of frantic, and she's like, to Maddie. Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Leanne often calls me Maddie. Mm-hmm. Maddie, mm-hmm. Uh, I need you to take me to Enterprise. Yes. And I was like, okay, I think yes. I can do it. I got you covered. Yes. So I pick her up. We go to the Enterprise. And right before I get out of the car, he's like, Listen, do, you, do you need me to stay here? This is not my first time at the rodeo. <laughs> I said to Leanne, Leanne, do you need me to stay here and wait for you to make sure everything's all settled? And she says, no. Now, mind you, when Leanne goes places, she had two drinks in her armpit. Yes. I'm she had a, like a Yeti and a, a cup coffee, coffee and a big old 
bag, bag lady. Yes. And she has all of her yes, accoutrements just a lot of things. falling out of my car. And I'm like, Leanne, do you want me to stay? And she says, no, I'm going to be fine. This is great. <laughs> I literally remember saying, why would I need you to stay? <laughs> why would I need you to stay? So I say, okay. And I go on my merry way. And I get about halfway mm-hmm. to my next destination. <laughs> and I get a call. And she's like, Matt. Matt, guess what? You're never going to believe this. You're never going to believe this. And she said, my license was expired. (laughs) So I said, okay. I just turned 55. (laughs) It was your birthday. It was your birthday. So I drove back to the Enterprise Rent-A-Car, picked her sorry little bag lady booty up. And dropped me off at the and BMV. She looked, well, she looks at me and she goes, <coughs> I said, well, why don't, I'll just take you home and you can, you know, get this sort of, and she looked at me and went, no, we're going to the BMV. And I said, what? I had this horrified look on my face and I said, I am not prepared to be at the DMV with you. I can't sit there with you. This is not in the cards for I'll me find, today. I said, I'll find somebody else to pick me so, up. <laughs> and you said something to the effect of, <coughs> only me. This, oh. all, this kind of thing. Why does that happen to you? I, I don't know. I don't know. So as we think about friendship, it's a silly good day. It's one of those memories we're going to talk about oh. for years to come when oh. you had the expired driver's license. It was so, so funny. It was so funny. Then I had to get somebody else, somebody different <laughs> to pick me up to take me back to Enterprise. <sighs> but you got your car. I got my little. Listen, I told you this. After I picked up the car, mm-hmm. I called you and I said, "Listen, we got our old vehicles. I got a 2013. You got, got a 2005. Think, you got a 2005. Okay. And we we just we just we just like thump around in our oh, cars. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know what we we're don't missing. know until you get in a brand new rent a car, <laughs> and then you're like, oh wow, you got bells and whistles the all up seat in there and the steering wheel. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. wow, all of this technology that I mm-hmm. it feels easy. So all that being said, mm-hmm. Hyundai, Leanne is loving your car. <laughs> Hyundai, so Hyundai, if you are listening, <laughs> ding, 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 we please. will test drive. We yes. will take it. Well, you can give us a lease. Yes, yes, you can. We'll just drive it for a couple yes. years. We'll it's, give it's it a, back. I mean, it's beautiful. Beautiful. It drives so nice. Listen, don't sleep on Hondas. <laughs> don't sleep That's on That's what them. you're saying. All, All right, right, your good day. My good day. My good day was, and it's what we're going to talk about today, is friendship and establishing, and even ideas of establishing new friendship. So I went to an event at um, Be Fearless Boutique mm-hmm. and Be Fearless at Home, and it was an influencer event. So these businesses had an event where they invited local influencers. It was so fun and was such a fantastic idea because, you know, everybody's cross-storying and tagging everybody and it just was really uh you know not to use the over use the word energy in the room but it was really it was so energetic and so great and so fun i and it was one of those things where you're in when you're in the moment you're like i don't want this to end this has been because it's people that i also follow some of them on instagram but don't know them well and the creative energy you get from those types of environments oh so then that night the the group that you know we all kind of co- congregated i said let's do this again like why don't we get together at the farmhouse yeah. and created a little instagram thread called that's a rap peeps because we that's took a cute. picture and yelled that's a rap in our stories and um decided on a date literally b- about 2 months away from the the date that we were together decided on a date and they all came to my house um a recent Friday night That's so and awesome. you know, a lot of us just knew each other just 
at a distance or from social media or right. or maybe we knew of each other in the community, but we not really right. know, know each right, other. Right, right, right. And it just was very, it just was, it was just a very good example of how healthy it is and how good it is to um, just to ignite new friendships and yeah, new relationships. Totally. Totally. And yeah, it was really good. What did you eat is the real question. Well, I got ribeyes mm. at, at Meatheads. That's oh, a local meatheads. place. Oh, they have great ribeyes at Meatheads. Meatheads, meatheads if, if you're, you're listening. listening. Um, do die. Do die. <laughs> so I got, uh, listen, this is a great idea if you're if you're serving a group, okay? I'm going to give you a little hacky hack. You don't have to buy okay. a ribeye for each person. We have okay. nine people, including Daryl. I bought five nice-sized ribeyes. Daryl grilled them and then sliced them thin. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we put them in this beautiful bowl. Yes. And then I did baked potatoes and baked sweet potatoes in case, you know, somebody didn't like white potato. Right. And, um, you know, cut them so they were nice and open and mm-hmm. ready. And then we had butter, sour cream, broiled broccoli, Oof, caramelized, caramelized onions. Mm. And then um, this was a great. This was a great lesson. This is me being an old dog trying to learn new tricks. Okay. okay? I support this. Um, in the past, I've had a hard time allowing people to bring things when they say, can I bring something? Mm-hmm. I'll say mm-hmm. like, no, just bring yourself. And then I'll make myself, you know, a little bit stressed because Harried. I'm doing everything. Have, oh, yeah. So so people were asking, what should I bring? So um, Liz Beachy brought a salad. Sydney from Sydney Claire Studios, who's, who's so talented on Instagram, brought beautiful sourdough artisan bread from okay. a place in Columbus I called, I think, bread. Dan's Bakery. Um, brought bread. Harley brought wine. And Molly and Carmelinda brought dessert. That's awesome. And so it was It was so great. It was so, so fun. you made potatoes and, <clears throat> and you did, did you do a cheese bowl? I did. I, yeah, did, a did, a beautiful, I did a beautiful charcuterie. And then, you know, something that's a sleeper. Um, and we've talked about we've talked about this um, not on the podcast but in real life that charcuterie boards they they they've now to me to me this is my opinion they've somewhat crossed over a line where you're just putting everything on them yeah. you're just throwing just a bunch of stuff on right. them and mixing and matching blah, blah. right I've lately seen pe- some people doing like back to the basic charcuterie totally. so I just I, did I support this. I just I did cheese beautiful cheese yeah. crackers. A little dish of red raspberries, and then I did in a separate bowl near the charcuterie. This was your idea, actually, because you said take the big things off your table so everybody can see each other. Because yeah, I have yeah, these yeah. big, like prism things on my table. You said take that off and then make the charcuterie, make that whole thing kind of your centerpiece. centerpiece. Yeah. So in a separate bowl, wooden bowl that Daryl made me, I put this huge, beautiful mound of red and green grapes. Yes, I support this. And it was just very. It was very simple. It was it was very delicious because the cheeses were delicious. Yeah. And I just think, um, you know, going back to the basics is, is a good idea for that kind of thing. Totally. So we're talking friendship today. So when you think about friendship, when were the seasons and periods of your life where you feel like friendship came easier? Like when were the easiest times for you? Well, oh, certainly during like elementary, high school, college, because you're you're but around. But did middle so many... school stink for you? Like, were there was middle school kind of like a weird time for you? Well, I just think it's an awkward time for everyone. Oh, me too. Mallory and I were just yeah. talking. about Everybody's that. kind of vying for the position of like the better yeah, friend or whatever. Totally. Maybe I don't know. But I think my my easiest time making friends was probably in high school and 
college. For sure, college. Oh, I could college just see was you being so the easy. social butterfly in college. College too, was yeah. so easy. Yeah, and well, because we're around an isolated group of people that are our Absolutely. same age. It's well, so you know easy. what shifted? I was thinking about this too. What shifted for me starting in high school was I went to a really big high school. Um, and in my big high school, when you went to high school, you got involved with the group of things that you wanted to right, do. Right. Like, so if so, you were in band, you were with right. the band kids. So I was in like choir theater, shocker. I was in choir theater. I was the editor of the yearbook. And I found like a niche of people that we became friends. Yeah. Do you, do you, are you still friends with, do you still, con- I'm friends with high school people on Facebook. Okay. And I'm, it's funny, there are few people that I talk to on a regular basis at all, but there are people that I'm friendly with. Um, there's a really, actually, you should follow this friend of mine. Her name's Allie. Um, she was one of the most talented artists I've ever met in high school. She lives in D.C. She's an activist. She's marched with, this is a fun fact about Allie, she's marched with Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Um, in DC. So, you know, I keep in touch, like, just like that, like, Hey, this reminded me of you, that kind of thing. But I wouldn't, I don't have any high school friends that are in my daily or regularly see. Right. Um, and honestly, even college friends that I regularly see, um, I would say college was easier though. But I think when, what's so easy is there's so much bonding you. You're all the same age. Right. You have the same interests. You're living together. You live together. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. So you kind of, you find people super easy. Right. In that season of life. Um, what about you? Do you keep, I know you have your Virginia girlfriends, but we met when we were 10 and we, were you elementary school church? mm -hmm, Fifth grade. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we, um, we, try to get together every winter and every summer okay um we try to do a trip or we try to go to hilton head but we um try to make you know intentional time together winter and summer and then our kids now are starting to get all get married so we've tried to make a pact you know we've tried to make a pact that whenever when any child gets married that we're all there the bf the the virginia bffs um so um and then you have darla yeah darla's from from college she's from my freshman year college okay um, we laughed because neither one of us really liked each other at first. And then I got <laughs> talked into being in the talent show my freshman year because it didn't have enough acts, but I had no real talents. That's so So funny. I told a joke, and she was at the talent show, and I remember looking out in the audience and seeing her sliding down in her chair laughing so hard, and she said she knew, like, right then, like, we're going to be friends. Do you remember the joke? Oh, yeah, it was that Herman joke, where you, the Herman the Worm. Oh, I don't know. Like, I hate my mom. I hate my dad. And then he get he gets real big, and then he shows up at school, and he's small again. And they ask what happened, and he says he burped. It's just a really dumb, I don't know silly joke, joke. But you scream and you make your voice funny and weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that sounds like on brand for you. I didn't win the talent show. Well, that's okay. Yeah. You want a friend? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's more that's valuable. That's right. You want a friend for I life. Won the gift of a lifetime. <laughs> Who even it's, thinks about the talent true. show? So tell me this. Do you have any other friends that you keep in touch with from, you know, your pre-adulthood life besides those four and Darla? Yes. Yeah. You do? What, yeah. se- what season did they come from? Yeah. College, around college time. Okay. Yeah. But, but really my, I would say people that I text with and stay in touch with weekly are a handful. Yeah. You know, a handful yeah. of people. And, and. You know, um, and I know we're going to talk more about this, but part of that, part of that intentionality 
is being is being intentional. Right, like you, right. you know, you have to be intentional because we all now we're living in different places and right. we're all in different seasons. You know, we're all, even though we're around the same age, the same age, we're we're in different seasons. Each right. of us, one of us is in like full time nonprofit ministry. One right. of us is two of two of us are retired. Um, I I still work, but I work like a kind of a dear a, a different non-traditional job and then one of us is full-time like full throttle Do you have any grandmas in your group yeah Mm -hmm. oh you got some grandmas um so so you know we have there has to be intentionality there has to be like you know hey how's everybody doing what's going on this week you know and and you know usually i think there's usually somebody that's more gifted or stronger Mm -hmm. stronger at doing that but i but it's it that is so important because that is how you lose touch is just day by day little by little and then all of a sudden it's months and you haven't talked totally well here's what we know um i was looking up facts because hashtag google boy um 20 of americans say that they are lonely or isolated so 20 percent of us would say that now i have been through periods of loneliness I would never say that I've been isolated. I think sometimes when you're a parent of small children, you dream of isolation. <laughs> I have never felt isolated right, in my entire right, life. Right. Um, but I, I have gone through periods of loneliness. But I don't think, I think 20% feels like a lot, a lot It to does me. feel like a lot. Also, 28% of adults in America live by themselves anyway. So, oh, so that know, lends to it. For me, I come mm-hmm. home to four people mm-hmm. I come and a mm-hmm. dog. Mm-hmm. You know, you go home to D and when mm-hmm. your kids are around or they were And Mr. Around, Butters a cat. And Mr. Butters, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you are living alone and then you feel isolated, I think that yeah. makes it really hard. Right, right. And then the last thing is 40% of Americans say that even in their social relationships, they don't find them meaningful or worthwhile. Wow. So that they have these social relationships, but they aren't potentially what they really desire for them to be. And I think I find that really sad. I find that really, really sad. What's the underlying reasoning reasoning? Well, here's what I think. I think we have gotten into habits as humans where we find friends in places that are either shallow or surface and then they stay there and they, they really, and maybe we're longing for more. And we have expectations. I know I have struggled with that. I'm going to be really, this is a very vulnerable thing for me to talk about, to be honest with you, because I think sometimes as a man in particular, um, I feel like I'm expected to be content with surface level relationships. Oh, interesting. I think that um, the perception of being a man can sometimes be that we can talk about sports, work. Right drinking right our boats right and i'm not really any of those axe people. throwing right beards i don't yeah, know yeah and i think women have an easier time being vulnerable and i also think it's more socially acceptable and part of a norm to be yeah, vulnerable right right and i think sometimes that's left <clears throat> me as a man potentially or well, often wanting more out of my male friendships mm-hmm. and then sometimes i have friends um that are females that fulfill some of that to be yeah, really honest with yeah. you, you know, my wife is good friends with you and Kat, who are some of our best friends. My wife has friends that are college friends um, and that so, you've become good that friends, friends with, with mm-hmm. too. Um, and so I think sometimes we grow content in when we find those relationships in places that might be surfacey, unless we are intentional to take mm. to take them mm-hmm, deeper. Mm-hmm. They really won't go deeper. Right, that's true. And so if that's what we want, 
you know, that's okay. That's okay if you want somebody to ride a bike with you or if you want someone to go shopping with you. That's fine. But if we're longing for something more, Mm -hmm. it's going to take a little bit Mm -hmm. more effort on our part. Right. So we were when we were talking about this, we were saying, where do we find friends and where do we how do we keep friends? That's Mm -hmm. kind of where Mm -hmm. what we were talking Mm -hmm. about. So we talked about where do where have we found friends in the past? Where do you think in this season of life that you have found some friends, maybe newer friends that you've started you know, where have you found those okay, people? Okay, so you you know because you're you're in our weekly life that we're not involved in regular attending any church right now. <clears throat> we're not a member of a church. We yeah. don't we don't regularly attend a church. And that's where that well, that's where our friendship, that's right. where we became friends. That's right. where my mentor and I, Miriam, became friends. And right. so so I would say if you are involved in a church, that is a very natural you know natural place to connect and find friends if you're not where i have found friendships which has been lovely yoga i've Mm -hmm. i've gotten some wonderful friends from yoga becky being one of them and um and d and and a girl named Brittany there and a girl named ruth i mean there's great there's great connections i've made at Mm -hmm. yoga which lovely um another place which is wild, but, but is Instagram. Yeah. And I, I was and, hoping you would say that. Yeah. Actually. And, and here's what I'll say about that. It can, it can feel almost like you're on Bumble or Tinder. You're like, <laughs> like, am I, what's happening? But, the, but the friend version, you know, right, 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 right. Um, but there are ways that you can determine whether this is somebody that you feel like you want to start investing time with right. just from looking at their socials or, right, 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 or right. just by going back and in former direct messages or private messages that they've, that you've gone back and forth with, right. like, you, you, you're going to know like, yes, this is somebody like, let's do coffee. And well, and so, I also think social media expedites some of those, the values that you find yeah, out yes, and the interests. Exactly. And so the it's like yeah. when you see someone on social media, you know, someone's going to come to your social media page and they're going to stick around for a while because, you know, they're probably also interested in relationships right food right, right coffee right convertibles right flipping whatever. houses right. right you know whatever the things that you're posting about you're kind of getting a little glimpse into somebody's life right and so some of those connecting points you're already seeing those. yeah well it's it's easier for them on their end because they're watching me and what i'm sharing and right. so they're they're establishing a connection with me on their end because right. of what right. i'm sharing i on the other hand need to like become friends if they're private i need to request them right right. before i go out to lunch or breakfast or anything i need to know more about them because they know pretty much about me right um you know i've i've um well tina tina who you've met like um, i have not met tina yet oh you not met her in person yet just on zoom yeah she came to amish country which was really fun and we we ran around for a day and then um i went to uh annie downs and carlos whitaker event with her and then um and here in the future we have a day planned where we're going to tv in cincinnati and she's down she's down that direction so we're meeting for lunch afterwards and going to um the bakery where she works and you know and 
you know, it's it's just a treat to connect and feel like, oh, right. you know, now we are right. friends. You know, now I have a new and friendship. I think, I think the stigma around social media, I hope it's going away. Because I think you, when you, people think it might be creepy to meet somebody from Instagram, but it's really not. Uh-uh. You know, yeah. we've, I've had and a I handful think, of people. I, I think Insta- Instagram is a tool and it's what you make of it. Absolutely. I, I mean, totally agree with that. Yeah. So I was also doing a little bit of research. Um, oh, well, first, let me say, where have, where have I met friends? You know, I have met friends in my adulthood. I worked at a church, so a lot of my friends came from church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my friends have come from work in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there are people that I'm still in touch with from um, jobs that I've had. And so I think as adults, sometimes work mm-hmm. the workplace can be mm-hmm. a place where we mm-hmm. find friends. Um, and then honestly... Our church, our church yeah. is the place mm-hmm. where some of our best friends are. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that sometimes, you know, you became friends with Amy when your kids were friends. Yes. And yeah, so through sometimes friends and through sports, even our kids don't have that yet. So it'll, that'll be an interesting yeah. season yeah, yeah, when yeah, we yeah, enter yeah. that. Yeah, they will. Okay. So I was doing a little bit more research cause you know, I love that. And I was reading this study that was done by Harvard. It was five ways to become a better friend. Okay. So I'm going to give them to you. Um, here's the first one is talk about your struggles in every season. Mm. So we talk a lot about the season of life that we're in, that we're in different seasons, that we go through different seasons of life. And the author, when I was reading his study, this professor from Harvard, he said, I never thought I would turn into the man that complains about his aches and pains in my sixties <laughs> and seventies. But he said it, that's the struggle that I'm in. And that's the struggle my friends are in. Yes. And so it is a natural thing for us to talk about. Oh, when I get together you know, with my Virginia girlfriends, the amount of talking that we do on, um, oh, I feel bloated. <laughs> I feel so bloated. And, or, you know, like exercise. We need to yeah, exercise yeah. more. Like we, and we talk, we do, we talk about our aches and pains, our back, of the chiropractor. Yeah. You going to a chiropractor? I found a great chiropractor. <laughs> you know, it's, it's true. And I think I'm in the season of life where a lot of my friends will talk about parenting. What are we doing with our kids? Yes, yes. How do we keep yes, our kids from yes, driving us crazy? Yes. Do we keep them, you know, so so in whatever season we're in that we're talking about our struggles, the next one that he suggests is study up and learn your people. Yeah, that's I of, love this that's idea. Really he says, you know, the people that you're going to bring into your inner circle, once you've vetted them from social media, <laughs> they've been in your life for a little right. bit and you're like, these are our people. These are my people, mm-hmm. you know, right. Study them, learn you know, about them and, and know them. And, um, you know, and I, th- I think we can all probably identify with this is, is, the, the, through the years there could could have been you could have had a friend like this I, I I probably had a friend like this where it's just well I have had a friend like this where it's really just all about them oh, they're talking yeah. all about them all about them all about them and then like three-fourths of the way through your time together it's almost like sometimes it's like oh yeah well what about you and you get maybe two sentences mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. maybe three and then it's back to right about them and I think um I think that that that's not a friendship. Yeah. And I think if you're constantly learning your people, so if you're learning things that they Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. if you're learning things about their Mm -hmm. life and it's not happening back, they're probably not actually your people. Yeah. And it's, I think it is when you're learning about someone's life or or what they're experiencing or if they've launched something new in their business to follow Mm -hmm. up and say, how's that new thing going? Yeah. You know, I think it's, I think that it's important to care about what, your friends care about totally Mm -hmm. here's number three is give your undivided attention to people Mm. 
Um, we live in an age where we have a lot of distractions. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a little bit of a of a little bit of a rabbit hole for me. But I think okay. sometimes okay. we are so quick to jump on phones, which I think phones are probably the number one distraction in our life. Right. But listen, years ago, before the phone, people had other distractions. Oh, sure they did. Radio programs, the TV. hobbies, television. Right. You know, honestly, um, working around the house could probably right. be a distraction. Right. So I think we're so quick to jump on, like, put your phone down, which I 100% agree. Right. But distractions have always been there. Right. The right. phone isn't necessarily the problem. The problem that we need to solve is that we give people attention and right. that we make right. intentional right. connections right. with them. Right. So when the phone is antiquated and it's gone, what's it? It's it's going to be the honey. Next turn thing. the holograph off. Yeah. I want to talk to you. You know what I mean? It's right, not the phone. Right. Right. It's making right. sure that you are intentional. And it's how we use the phone. Absolutely. Like, put the darn phone away. Right. Like, so it's all about giving right. undivided That's attention good. to people because what that commute, the thing that you can never create more of in your life is your time. Right. You can make more money. You can clean your house more, you know, think of all the things, but really the thing that we all have the same amount of, that we have the opportunity to steward and give away every day as our time. Right. And right. so when we put a phone down or we remove the distraction of a television or even a book or right. Right. chores around the house right. or making sure things are perfect, when we put all those things aside and we give someone our undivided attention, what that really communicates to them is that they're important to yeah, you. Yeah, that's good. And so that's another way. Number four is take time to reflect on the relationships you really want to foster. So here's what this means is in our life, again, we have a certain number of hours in the day. Right. We cannot be best friends with, with everyone. Right. I have tried. It doesn't work. Right, right. <laughs> I have tried to be friends with everyone and have a job and be a husband and be a father and connect to God and do chores around my house. Right, you right, know, I right. can't do everything. Right. And so I think sometimes it's good for us to take a step back and say, hey, how does this person fit in our life? What does it look like to connect with them? You know, I think it's okay. We, you can have different friends in different places in your life. Right. So for you, for, you know, what I was talking about before is there might be friends that I just do an activity with. Right. And that's, that's what we do. And that's all it can be right now. Absolutely. Right. And I'm not expecting this super vulnerable connection. What I'm expecting from that person is, hey, we do an activity together and it's fun and we go home. Mm-hmm. But there are other friends that I'm like, oh, I really want to connect with them on a deeper level. And so how do we foster that? So I think what this Harvard study was trying to say was reflecting on those relationships to prioritize them and know what you want to get out of them. And I think sometimes we get caught in a trap of, not evaluating and just either going the whole hog or just pulling right, back. Right, right. So if you have some of those friendships where you're like, man, I love when we go shopping together. Mm-hmm. I love when we have a day out and that's what it is. And we don't go any deeper. That's okay. Right. Like enjoy that friendship right. and have it for what it is. Right. But if you have those friendships that are vulnerable and are really like, you know, the Bible talks about iron sharpening iron, those friendships that make you a better person or hold up a mirror to you to say, oh, I don't know if that's the right thing right, to think. Right. You know, foster those relationships. Yeah, that's good. And then the last one from them is, uh, from this study, is find the small ways to connect. So mm-hmm. finding small ways to connect with the friends in your life. And earlier today, I put it out there on my 
Instagram and even on Facebook to say, hey, what are some creative ways that we that you connect with friends mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Leanne and I, we've actually talked about some of right. the ways that we've connected before. And I thought, why don't we ask people? So I want to read some ideas. Okay. You have not read these or heard them. Okay. I'm literally pulling up my phone now so we can read them together. I think there are some fun ideas in here. There's one that I'm really excited to share with you. Okay. So <clears throat> I'll tell you one of mine that's new that kind of connects to social media. There I've talked about the Skyline guys from church. Right. So the Skyline guys, probably about two to three times a year, we're going on September 25th, Monday night. Nobody call me. I'm busy. I can't. I can't. We're going to Skyline. <laughs> okay. September 25th, that group of guys, we created a group on Instagram and we send stupid videos to right. each other. Which is funny. And it sounds dumb. But it is a fun yeah, way to stay connected, yeah. and it's things that we laugh about, and I, I love that. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, Our friend good. Disney Danielle, she and I send Disney videos to yeah, each other because it makes us laugh yeah, or whatever. Good. So here are some responses from people when I asked, what are ways that you either um, create or maintain adult friendships? Okay. So here are some. I started taking an aqua class at our local college and met the best ladies. We have fun. So a swimming class. Oh, that's a great that's idea. That's really fun. Yeah, really great. Sending memes and reels. It works every time. That's, we do that sometimes Yeah, we do, too. do that. That's great. <laughs> um, somebody said, this isn't super creative, but I keep it simple. One of my dearest friends um, now began when I invited this person on a walk so we could have a conversation without interruptions from our children oh, and other good. things. Yeah. I actually had a couple people say that. Um, yeah, that good. said, I go on walks with people, with friends to stay yeah, connected so to them good. because like this person said is there aren't kids yeah, around. They're right, not interrupting right. them. Um, this one is so funny to me. This is, I'm not going to say their last name, but this is Lauren and Lauren, I hope that you listen to the podcast cause I'm reading your story. She's, she took her four little bubbles to tell me this whole thing. She said, we make sure to always maintain laughter with our friends. Our best friends and ourselves have a running game of breaking into each other's houses and either randomly placing pictures or messing with things and seeing how long it takes the other couple to notice. They once stuck a Santa in our shower and it scared the living daylights out of me. So it has been game on ever since then. That's cute. I love that. Do you do anything like that? Have like running jokes or Mm-mm. gags with people? No, no you're really funny. I'm surprised. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> um, this person said we meet at weird hours at 7 a.m. for yeah, to get wow, together yeah, because that's a good idea. we have to do stuff yeah, without our good. kids and before we're needed. Yeah, that's good. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm trying to find some maybe different ones. There's a lot of walks, yeah, a lot of coffee so, dates. So good. Such a good idea. Somebody said, I thought this was a good one. This is from our friend Becky. She was the first person to respond. And she said, go on a grocery run together or run errands together. Yeah. So if you live such in a town, great idea. listen, both of us are going to the grocery store. We both might need to go to the post office or whatever. Yeah. Bring that's, them that's along. That's a great idea. You know, um, as mm. we're talking about this, I want to just bring this up because I was thinking about this. I knew we were going to podcast about this. And, yeah. And I was thinking about different times in my life. And when I did, I really didn't have friends, mm. that many friends. Yeah. Or friends that I continually did things with. And part of it came from the dysfunction of my, my family of origin. Yeah. So if you look at your life and you think to yourself, the list in my phone is short mm-hmm. and your only friendships are your family. 
that that needs to be addressed in your life. Absolutely. I mean, you need to go talk to somebody about that. Go talk to a professional counselor. Go talk to somebody who you see has healthy friendships and, and really uncover what that is. I know for me, it was, um, my family just had a sense of control of keeping the circle small. And so there just wasn't a lot of outside friendships, a lot of outside connections. And we all need friends. We all need outside connection and outside friends. So if you, yeah, if you have family members who are kind of controlling the people that you hang out with or, or friendships or whatever, go, go, go bend the ear of someone you respect or a counselor about that and really pursue friendships because friendships are, I mean, now in my life, especially in the last 15 years of my life, my friendships are so, so wonderful and they're so important to my life. They're so important. Absolutely. That's awesome. I hope that this gave you maybe some talking points Mm -hmm. or some maybe new and creative ways to think about the friendships that are in your life because it really is sad that 20% of us are lonely. Yeah. I don't yeah. want that for yeah. us. Yeah. I mean, go, listen, go to, go to a swim class. That's right. Go to a swim join class. Join the Y. Join, join Planet Fitness. I mean, they have very inexpensive memberships. Like, just That's get out right. there. Yeah. Yep. And if there's some of those relationships that you, you're like, oh, man, why did I let that go? Or there's been a long time where we haven't really talked. Send them a reel yes. this week. Our friend Kelly, sh- Kelly that was on the podcast, yes. she said she has a friend from her past that they send 80 so- 80s songs to each other every yes, week. Like, exactly. Find something fun like that to do. Find a common denominator. Um, and another one last thing that people said that I think is a really good one is Marco Polo. So for friends that are yes. far away, Marco Polo, it's That's kind really of like great. you can leave facetime video messages for each other yes it's so good Um, instead of just texting you get to see people's faces hear their tones and so if there's people like that that you're like oh i can't believe we got out of touch um how did it happen you know you just time has passed reconnect and listen vulnerability is a great way to open the door a great way to if if you've been thinking about this is your sign if you've been thinking about somebody and you've been thinking i need to reach out to them i need to reach out to them i have this is someone i'd like to reconnect with text them yes direct message them and and be vulnerable say hey listen right i've been thinking about you you are someone who i care about and who i really want Mm -hmm. to uh, to cultivate relationship and friendship with can we do coffee can we go on a walk can we go join a swim class together i love that um uh, my friend Darla, um, when she moved to Hilton Head, they have a, a place in Hilton Head. She didn't really know anyone. So um, their neighborhood started a book club. That's Not so a Bible fun. study, like yeah. a book club. Yeah. And they read a book and discuss it, but get together. And it, those things are so good. They're so good for totally, us. Totally. Totally. Those are so good. Hey, well, thanks for joining in this conversation yes. about finding and keeping friendships. Again, I said this the last time. This is probably not the last time we're going to talk about relationships and friendships. That's right. This is like near An and dear to our heart. ongoing subject. Absolutely. Hey, well, thank you again for joining us. You know, whether ordinary or extraordinary, we hope you see that these, these are, are good, good days. days.